the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made off money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. It's Friday night. <laughs> it is Friday night. Are you guys having a good time yet? I am. And we're going to have a good time on tonight's Andrea K. Show. Got so much fun topics to give you guys. I was just thinking uh, the open there, that song says it's all hers. It's a woman's world. When according to the CDC, anybody can chest feed. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> I see skins looking at me through the window like I'm crying. <laughs> Like I'm crazy. There's so much crazy. We cannot help but laugh. And then we got to get serious and get busy. Um, let's see what else we got to talk about today. We Are we just being irresponsible? We just being irresponsible, daring to question whether or not that little baggie with HB's initials on it. <laughs> <laughs> might belong to HB. I'm just kidding. There was no initials. Got that uh, to give you guys an update on that. There was a deadline uh, from the Jim Jordan and his oversight committee of David Weiss, U.S. attorney. He had a deadline. David Weiss was given a deadline to hand over some documents related to discovery of the related to the IRS whistleblower. We've got that to get into. There was breaking news this morning. After the first break, we've got Jesse Jane Duff, who's going to be here because I reached out to America's favorite gunnery sergeant, retired, because there was breaking news this morning that something called cluster munitions, which are a type of munition that are banned in over 100 countries, is about to be used and will given to Ukraine from the United States, from our Department of Defense, given to Ukraine to use. There's a reason why these cluster munitions are banned in over 100 com- countries. So we've got Jesse Jane Duff, who's going to be here after the first break to give her perspective as only she can. So those topics and many more, we want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. I am going to see The Sound of Freedom tomorrow night. And if you have seen it or if you're planning to see it, I, I please let me know your thoughts. 888-344-1170. Give me your review. I read some shocking allegations that Jim Caviezel is making that are an extension of the movie, something called Adrenochrome. I'm going to share that with you guys. So lots to get into tonight. Buckle up and get ready. And oh, by the way, there was a shark sighting up in Carlsbad. Yes, indeed. This is the summer shark because off of New York, I don't know if y'all saw, there was a cluster of sharks, 50 sharks hanging out in one spot off of New York. There was a large shark that was up cruising around off the off a beach in the Redneck Riviera, Navarre Beach, by Pensacola a few days ago. It's crazy out there. So if you are out on the beaches, be safe. Um, make sure you're you're looking for shark fins. Stay out of the waters up in Carlsbad, by the way. All right. Before I go any further, I got to bring in this man. 
my partner, every I started to do the little song from uh you remember the who remembers the skit from Saturday Night Live? Uh Candy Graham, the Candy Graham Shark. Let me bring in my man. It's DJ Potato Skins. And I hate it when we bring up SNL because it used to be such a good show. Did you ever see that skit? Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was a great white shark knocking on the door. <laughs> Candy Graham. <laughs> I think that was Jane Curtin was in that skit. You know, if Saturday Night Life, if they want to redeem themselves from a comedy standpoint. They have a golden opportunity right now. Uh, okay. Hashtag cocaine in the White House. The memes alone are writing the skits for you, Saturday Night Live. Where is Lorne Michaels? Yeah, he might have passed away. Um, but there's got to be somebody who can write something funny these days. Somebody get Eddie Murphy on the line because uh, Eddie Murphy. Can- oh, he would. <laughs> he would do amazing things. Who should? Who would be? Who would be Hunter? It couldn't be Eddie Murphy. Well, it could be Eddie Murphy. I would love to see Eddie Murphy do Hunter Biden tweaking on the balcony. <laughs> I, Eddie Murphy could do. He could do uh, Mophead spokesperson. This was Mophead today. Let us know, 888-344-1170, who you think should play Hunter Biden in the Saturday Night Live skit. Uh, Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell used to be funny. He was great when he, when he did W, when he played George W. Bush. That was what, 20 something years ago. That, that was the last time Saturday Night Live was funny. Um, here is Mophead today, Corrine Jean Pierre, uh, getting angry. At a reporter who dared to ask today, well, why can't y'all just say whether or not somebody this belonged to the Hunter belonged to the Biden family? Skins, please play clip six. There has been some irresponsible reporting uh, about the family. And uh, and so I got to call that out here. And I have been very clear. I was clear uh, two days ago when talking about this over and over again as I was being asked a question. As you know, and media outlets reported this, the Biden family was not here. They were not here. They were at Camp David. They were Mm -hmm. not here Friday. Mm -hmm. They were not here Saturday. Mm -hmm. They were not here Sunday. Mm -hmm. They were not even here Monday. Mm -hmm. They came back on Tuesday. So to ask that question is actually incredibly irresponsible. And and, um, I'll just leave it there. Okay. Ugh. She she just ushered a smackdown on those reporters. She told them, didn't she? Except except for this little fact, KGP, we have no idea when the dime bag was dropped in the library. Okay, and no matter how many times we get up every day, they've got a new location for which the which this bag was found. Let's say let's say what she's saying is true. And that simply because it was found on Sunday, that had to be the day that it was left and the family wasn't there. How did it travel around? How do do they not know from the get-go exactly where it was found? How was that misreported? How was it misreported from the hazmat team who said, we're in the library? The library was evacuated when it was found. It was a library that was evacuated. The hazmat team said, "We're we're in the library with the Gemini and it tested positive irresponsible what a stupid word what is the what could she be any dumber that's irresponsible to ask that question you know what's irresponsible is allowing a crackhead to be anywhere near the white house because nobody would be asking these questions but for the fact that a crackhead who was just tweaking up on a balcony hopped up on something i don't know what 
What if this were Donald Trump and uh, Donald Trump Jr.? It would be completely a different scenario. Well, they've been accusing Donald Trump Jr., the left has, for years of being some kind of drug addict. They don't even drink in the, in the, the Trump family. The only thing Trump's accused of consuming too much is the taco bowls at, at Trump Tower in New York, right? Remember when he was running for office in 2016? It was all about the taco bowl. And if you and if you ever go to uh, the Trump Hotel in Washington, D.C., the hot bacon tower, let me tell you, that is to be overconsumed because it is just that amazing, okay? But the Trump family are clean. When it comes to substance abuse... There's there there's never been any allegations. There was never any allegations about the Trump kids when they were in college. I'm grateful what nobody followed that we didn't have smartphones back in the day when I was at LSU, especially during Mardi Gras. Okay. More importantly, at Grub Party and and other parties. But th- this is just so stupid. They think we're they think we're dumb. They would be better off just you know with with what our culture is today and how our culture is literally mutilating children. We got a story to share with you guys about the the CDC. You think you, you why are they even trying to hide it skins? I mean the left doesn't care what they do. The left is fully on board with mutilating children. Why don't they, they would be better off to just say, "You know what? Yeah, Hunter fell off the wagon." Hunter fell off the wagon. Or, you know, um what they're looking for right now, here's my suspicions. I think they're looking for somebody that they can that they can hang it on. They're, 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 they tried to move the location around. Now the latest location is where Kamala Harris enters. <laughs> she did once brag about smoking pot listening to Tupac when she was in college, even though Tupac didn't come out with any music until long after she was in college. Uh, I think they thought that they were going to, oh, well, we're going to investigate and then people would forget about it. I think now they're going to have to find some intern or somebody that they can blame. I think that's I think that's where this is going ultimately. Well, what they should have done from the beginning is act outraged, uh, act outraged that the Secret Service messed up and that the security was so lax at the White House that they've got to get to the bottom, shift it. They should they should have been shown their outrage that it happened and shift that outrage to the Secret Service that allowed this drug to be brought into the White House and say heads are going to roll that my Secret Service was so lax that this could happen in my administration. They've made it seem like it's no big deal. Exactly. Well, they 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 well, they've 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 done worse than that. They've tried to act like um uh they tried to act like they're taking it seriously but doing it in such a disingenuous phony way that it's insulting to people's intelligence. That's the problem with the way that they've handled it. It was so phony. And so completely disingenuous. And that's why it's not going to work. It's the perfect example of why the cover-up is always worse than the crime, right? Because it's the cover-up that always that always gets people. So, um, okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to go to the phones. And then we've also got uh, Jesse Jane Duff, who's going to be with us here to talk about the musician story. I thought the lefties hated killing civilians and children. But now suddenly we're on board for some other country using these munitions that, that are going to kill civilians. we got to talk to Jesse Jane Duff about it when we return. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. 
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I see that Joe Biden is on the TV defending sending cluster munitions to Ukraine, saying it was a difficult decision, but they needed them. Before we bring in Gunnery Sergeant Jesse Jane Duff, had to reach out to her first thing this morning when I heard this story was breaking. I want to quickly go to the phones because I got to say hi to Yasmin, who has called in. Hello, my dear. Hey, AK. <laughs> Love you. I miss you on Facebook. Um, okay, this is these are my nominees. Okay, Bill Burr. Oh, for for to play Hunter. Uh, okay, Bill Burr. Okay, uh, Kevin Hurt. And if he were alive, George Carlin. George Carlin. <laughs> <laughs> That's so perfect. <laughs> if Saturday Night Live wanted to restore their credibility in comedy, they would take your advice, Yasmin, this weekend. Thank you for calling in, my dear. I tried to post a, okay. a, a, an actual picture of Hunter, and Facebook uh, has denied me Facebook Live for 60 days. So that's what Yaz is talking about. Love you, Yaz. Have a great Thank weekend, you. my dear. All right. Joining me now to discuss the you the cluster munitions story that broke today is Gunnery Sergeant Jesse Jane Duff. She's been on my show so many times. Everybody knows JJD. They see her all the time on Newsmax. She's an analyst there. But let me remind everybody, she was 2020 campaign co-chair of Veterans for Trump, ambassador for America First Policy Institute. And as a gunnery sergeant, uh, retired, uh, she certainly knows a thing or two about the military. So she joins me now to discuss this very important topic. Hello, the beautiful and brilliant Jesse Jane Duff. Oh, my God. Beautiful and brilliant. My yes. Goodness. Well, uh, I'll, just, I'll just take brilliant because I can get some more with my brains. My looks are fading pretty fast. I will. Uh, I'll stick with brilliant. Oh, no, no, <laughs> girl. You. By the way, I don't know if you heard, but there was an artificial intelligence, an AI model that calculated and found that, of course, conservative women were by far better looking. So, um, yes. So take. That, that, well, we're not surprised. Yes. We're not surprised. at all. Um, I want to play for for you to respond and for the listeners. I found a clip where we've got. Jake Sullivan trying to explain uh, the reasoning behind these cluster munitions and then I'm just going to leave it for you to explain to everybody what the situation here what cluster munitions are and what this might mean in terms of a war escalation Skins can you play clip 10A First we base our security assistance decision on Ukraine's needs on the ground and Ukraine needs artillery to sustain its offensive and defensive operations Artillery is at the core of this conflict. Ukraine is firing thousands of rounds a day to defend against Russian efforts to advance and also to support its own efforts to retake its sovereign territory. We have provided Ukraine with a historic amount of unitary artillery rounds, and we are ramping up domestic production of these rounds. We've already seen substantial increases in production, but this process will continue to take time. And it will be critical to provide Ukraine with a bridge of supplies while our domestic production is ramped up. We will not leave Ukraine defenseless at any point in this conflict, period. Second, Russia has been using cluster munitions since the start of this war to attack Ukraine. Russia has been using cluster munitions with high dud or failure rates of between 30 and 40 percent. In this environment, Ukraine has been requesting cluster munitions in order to defend its own sovereign territory. The cluster munitions that we would provide have dud rates far below what Russia is doing, is is providing, not higher than 2.5 percent. 
And third, we are closely coordinating with Ukraine. Um, so Jesse Jane Duff, I, 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 what he's trying to say basically is we're running short of supply of our regular artillery, artillery, and we're in the in the midst of trying to amp up domestic production of that. And second of all, Russia has been using these cluster munitions with. Um, a high dud or failure rate. And so since Russia is using these, these cluster munitions and we're short on our regular artillery, we've got to use cluster munitions, which I'm up from what I understand are illegal in over a hundred countries. This is just kind of um, mind numbing to me because I, I have not been really a vocal person on one side or the other with Russia versus Ukraine or vice versa. I have recognized that Russia had no business invading Ukraine. I've listened to all the rationalization about it, that uh, it's because of the NATO efforts and they felt enclosed, et cetera, et cetera. At the end of the day, anybody being invaded by Russia does deserve to defend themselves. Mm -hmm. But this massive, exorbitant cost of human life and cost to American taxpayers is just obscene. It seems to me that this is just the trickle down theory of, you know, an endless war. We're in, we're, it's over 500 days now and we don't see an end in sight. We see just more funding going into this, these cluster munitions. So Jake Sullivan said that our munitions will have a dud rate below 3%. And what a dud rate means to people out there is that when you watch a cluster go down to the ground. It's multiple bombs going all over the place and 30% of them don't explode. And many of them turn around and explode later. In fact, the United States spends a lot of money to help deactivate many of these bombs that have been all used all over the world, such as Laos and Vietnam era. And these are remnants from the war. And many children and innocent people get killed by these unexploded munitions. You can remember uh, people who are old enough how Princess Diana had gone into many countries. The landmines. Before the landmines. And this is similar to that where children can lose their arms, legs, or life because they think that these munitions are maybe a toy or they Mm -hmm. play with them and they explode. Now we are going to be part of the mo- one of the most grotesque ways of human casualty and destroying loss of life and limb. There's nothing about war that is uh, friendly or good, but the mere fact that we have claimed we're not participating, but we are now sending cluster munitions just to, in my mind is mind boggling. Mm. The justification that Russia is doing it. So now we are going to do it. So let me get this straight. The United States is going to enable the human loss of life, which we've already been doing. That is not necessarily going to be directed at the forces that are coming in, but they are clusters that can go out that can cause human life, a loss of human life for years and decades to come. I don't buy that we will have a 3%, only a 3% failure rate. How is it that we know this? Why is it the United States is still producing these things when 100 countries have just felt that this was one of the worst forms of warfare. It's just disgusting that the European allies have not been funding this because they're the ones in direct line Mm -hmm. facing the ramifications of this Russian invasion. I do think that Russia lost its dang mind to do this. We can debate why they felt this way, but this is what negotiations are about. What has happened to negotiations? Where is our State Department? Where is Blinken? What have they done? It is what you're now feeding into every conspiracy theory 
theory out there that all they're doing is uh, propelling the Institute of War, the war industry, the BAEs, the Boeings, the Lockheed Martins, you name it. They're all going to profit off of this. Let's never forget that our own Secretary of Defense had up to 1.5 million invested stock with Raytheon Mm -hmm. when he became the Secretary of Defense. I don't even know if it was ever vested. We don't know. No answers to those questions. All of these men who wear these stars had worked in the defense industry and profited off of war, Mm -hmm. which means the loss of life. Where are negotiations? I go right back to Rick Grinnell's biggest complaint about this. We're talking about the aggression of Russia, so we're going to return with aggression. What about negotiations? Why haven't we forced Russia's hand and forced the European Union and all of our allies to bring Russia to its knees because financially you can do that. Well, why, why, well, let me ask you this, Jesse Jane Duff, before we run out of time. When Zelensky says the other day in an interview, well, you know, it's never going to end as long as Russia's in Crimea. You know, it, it, you know, he doesn't seem like he he's interested in peace at all. And I can't speak to a lot of what their intentions are. I just can only speak to where's the United States enforcing right. it. Right. Good where point. is the United States enforcing yeah. this? I'm sorry. If he has got a handout for more ammo and more money, then you have to set a standard that brings all of them yep. to the table. Yep. And we're not doing that. No. And here we are over a year later. It is 2023 and we have a war in Europe going. There are people still alive from World War II. There are children of soldiers and airmen and all of those who had served overseas that know the ravages of war. And Europe, of all places, Mm -hmm. knows the ravages of war. The Russian involvement, Germany, all of those countries, and they're sitting back on their hands, not forcing this because Germany was enabled by that dang Keystone pipeline, making mm-hmm. sure they had their cheap fuel and Trump had it right that you cut off that no I'm sorry, Keystone, I'm sorry, Nord Stream. Mm-hmm. Nord Stream two and Trump cut it off because it was funneling the very war machine that we see now. Where are the negotiations? Why isn't China being held to a higher standard to not support this? There's so many tools in the toolbox, but we seem to be supporting war and yet we're not supposed to be involved by the very nato agreements that we've all signed ukraine is not even a nato country and yet go back to bill clinton when they were told to remove their nuclear arms and russia agreed to never attack and they got rid of the nuclear arms and here we are i mean this goes back to the democrats who have allowed it and the republicans who have profited at the same time off of that industrial war complex I'm sorry, it's no. disgusting. There's too many people that will die. I don't care what nationality. Death is a savage and brutal yes. under these conditions. Jesse Jane Duff, that's why I wanted you on here tonight. Nobody could address this issue like you. Thank you for being here. God bless you. Well, everybody take the hill. We got a long year left with Joe Biden in office. We do. Thank you for being here tonight. Take good care, sweetie. Everybody, y'all need to follow her. Y'all need to follow her, Jesse Jane Duff on Twitter, and on all the socials. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. Don't go away. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Got an email from Frankie. He says that Bill Murray would have been, would be a great from back in the day. He would be would have been a great Hunter Biden. What do you think of that suggestion, Skins? Uh, Bill Murray's good in everything he does. Yeah. <laughs> I used to love the skit when he was the lounge lizard. Do you remember that? 
<laughs> that was probably one of the most phenomenal things ever. <laughs> His politics are terrible, but man, was he funny back then. Gosh, that was such a good show. I am in such a good mood tonight, um, which is good because I've got some stories to share with y'all that are just really aggravating to me. Um before I forget about this, there is an update on, uh, speaking of, of um, Hunter Biden, the uh, Trump-appointed U.S. attorney um, has, uh, he was the guy that, I, I, I kind of, I think I gave the details last night, an update on the details. What broke last Friday was initially, he sends a letter, the IRS whistleblower says, uh, David Weiss said in a meeting, uh, I don't have the authority to prosecute Hunter Biden um, in D.C. and in California. I don't have the I don't have the authority, and I've asked for a special counsel. I didn't get it. This was documented, and the IRS whistleblower documented in a meeting. Weiss uh, sends an, uh, a letter to Congress, says I I was given full authority. Uh, A.G. Garland says he was given full authority. Well, then Weiss comes back and says, well, psych, I was given full authority in my jurisdiction, um, but in the locations in which Hunter Biden actually committed these crimes, which is where he would need to have these charges filed, I don't have authority there, and I was not given authority there. So um, that David Weiss, right? Well, Jim Jordan, the House Judiciary Committee, had given uh, Weiss a deadline to turn over materials related to the IRS whistleblower. And um, the deadline has come and gone. So he has refused uh, to hand over the information. Uh, Jordan wrote to Weiss on June 22nd, demanding additional information regarding the alleged retribution, which is the IRS whistleblower had alleged that he was retaliated against for coming forward with his allegations. And um, so... Jim Jordan wrote to Weiss demanding information regarding that, including who assisted him in responding to earlier requests they had sent to U.S. Attorney Merrick Garland about removing IRS whistleblower Shapley and his team. Um, Because, yeah, that was one of the first things that we heard when the IRS whistleblower came forward was that they had been removed from the investigation. Jordan wrote in the letter, quote, the committee has articulated its interest in obtaining material concerning a non-prosecutorial matter, namely material referring or relating to the retaliation of an an IRS uh, criminal supervisor special agent and his investigative team for speaking to Congress. The request do not seek information that bears in the particulars or substance of an open criminal criminal investigation. So in other words, you can't say we can't give it to you. It's an open investigation. He goes on to say, instead, the committee seeks information that bears on whistleblower retaliation to inform potential legislative reforms to protect department whistleblowers, a matter the committee has been examining with respect to the FBI. Um, Weiss, in response, said he was not at liberty to uh, uh, provide the materials you seek. Then another demand went out. Um, he was, uh, Jordan gave Weiss a deadline of July 6th at 5 p.m. to hand over the requested materials, and he did not. So now, why would Weiss, if Weiss hadn't retaliated, if there was no retaliation and the whistleblower was telling, telling a big fat one, why wouldn't he just hand it over? Because it's true. For the same reason why Rice, Weiss came back last Friday and clarified, oh, we know, let me clarify when I said that I was given full authority. I meant, I meant this. Which is just weasel, weasel words and games. So the bottom line is until we actually get 
We need to route out this FBI. The FBI needs to be torn apart brick by brick, in my opinion. It needs to be dissembled. We've got en- we've got enough law enforcement agencies that can cross state lines now in U.S. Marshals that the FBI doesn't exist anymore in order to, to stop any crimes. I mean, how many mass shootings have we had now? And every time we have a mass shooting, they always end up being known to the FBI who did nothing about it because they're because they spent all their time covering up the crimes of Hunter Biden or working with the DOJ to uh go after innocent people right for their politics um that reminds me of ben and jerry's the founder of ben and jerry's you guys remember on july 4th ben and jerry's did a meme today's the day we acknowledge that the united states is sitting on stolen land well everybody came back to say hey you gonna cough up that land of yours and all your assets and all the money you're making for ben and jerry's in fact <laughs> Where's my article here? There was a um, I don't want to I don't want to misquote the name of the tribe. Um, There was I think it's the Abenaki tribe was the tribe of of Indians in that area. And there is a chief of one of the bands of that tribe. So there's a tribe and then they've got different bands of the tribes. Right. So there's a there's an indigenous chief of one of the bands of the Abenaki who said, yo, um, Cohen, Mr. Cohen, you can cough up that land. That stolen land that your business is sitting on, we will happily take that headquarters, that location, your headquarters, because we can show you the maps to where that is sitting on Abenaki land. Okay, I'm pretty sure I got the name. It was name so right. nice of Ben and Jerry to point that out for me. I know, right? <laughs> if the guy had a shred of character and integrity, he'd be, he'd be giving them something, right? Isn't that just so typical of the left? Right? They love to point the finger at other people. It's it's no different than Barack Obama buying a 20,000. Every time I talk about this house up on Martha's Vineyard, it gets bigger. I don't know how many square feet it is, but it's 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 buku big. OK, it's huge. And like Al Gore's house is huge. By the way, I saw a pic of Al Gore's house today. There's not a solar panel on it. <laughs> right. Because it's all about it's all about bad mouth and everybody else. They don't expect to have to sacrifice anything for it. They don't expect to have to live up to it. No, it's all about they're 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 looking for somebody else to do the reparations. <laughs> so the same fool founder of uh, Ben and Jerry's was arrested outside of um, DHS. Apparently, he was there with some Code Pink people. Nobody hadn't heard anything from these Code Pink people in a, Pink people in a while. Protesting uh, Julian Assange that he has been um, still held supposedly in solitary confinement, although I don't know. Last I heard, he was over in a British embassy somewhere. But anyway, I don't know where he is. But he was lamenting the fact and calling for uh, the, the release of Julian Assange, saying, what happened to freedom of press? Where's the freedom of press? And he burned a replica of the Bill of Rights or something. I don't, I, you know, I'm not that familiar with Julian Assange's history, but from what, what I, I'm not aware that he's a journalist. He was somebody that got a hold of classified military information and decided to disseminate it to the world, and that's a crime. But if it's not a crime and if he's an innocent man, then why aren't you down in Mar- outside of Mar-a-Lago? Why aren't you down in Miami protesting Donald J. Trump's prosecution? Because Donald J. Trump actually had the right as president of the United States to declassify and have classified information. Unlike Julian Assange, he didn't uh, give it uh, to, to the world. 
I've been asked before about whether or not I think that these whistleblowers uh, should be prosecuted. I do not think that classified information of the United States should be broadcast to the world. That is not whistleblowing, in my opinion. And I think that there's ways to look, look at Shapley, right? Shapley is being a whistleblower and without having to, without having to release to the world. I think that, um, and, and you saw the Snowden movie. Um, I think you did skins or, or it might have been carrot sticks. Um, do, do you have any opinions on whether or not Snowden should have been, should have been prosecuted or run out of the Yeah, United? it was sticks that saw the movie. I never saw it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm curious what you guys think. 888-344-1170. Um, I, I think that, I think that when it involves compromising national security, I've got a problem with it. For the same reason that I, I, I how can I give Snowden a pass when I think Hillary Clinton should have been prosecuted for an illegal server that was unsecured, she set up in a toilet and 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 transmitted special access documents, SAPs around the world. Operatives literally had to be pulled out of the field. I wanted her prosecuted for it. So I, I, I you know, I, I, I'm open to what you guys think about it. 888-344-1170. Um, you know, I think that uh, that's where I stand on it. But I'm open to be persuaded. We're going to take a break. We come back. Um, there's an archbishop who says that the Lord's Prayer, the opening to the Lord's Prayer, just may be problematic. We just may need to rethink the Word of God. I don't know. We're going to talk about it. We come back. Don't go away. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her. Don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Y'all got your ticket yet for the most fun event that you will go to this summer? It's on August 10th. It's going to be me, Mike Gallagher, Officer Brandon Tatum. You just might see a potato skin sighting there as well. And you might you might see a carrot sticks sighting. It's going to be at the Encore Event Center. VIP tickets are available. Well, tickets for the entire event are available online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Uh, the VIP portion begins at 5, and that's where you get to just hang out. And We've got have cocktails, uh, heavy hors d'oeuvres. It's going to be super fun. And I mean, if we're going to, if we're going to be engaged in politics, why don't we get together, get to know each other better personally, have some fun while we're doing it, talk all the issues. And you're not going to want to miss this. We, it is a small venue. So, and tickets are going fast. So go to the answer, San Diego.com. Okay. Um, I was really kind of shocked to see this because we all know that the Pope is a lefty. He's a commie. Um, you know, there's lots of people today that are trying to assert that, you know, Jesus would be, Jesus would be a socialist and Jesus is trans and all this kind of stuff. But I was really surprised to see that the Archbishop of York has suggested that the opening words of the Lord's Prayer are, quote, problematic. Uh, it, you, you know, the Lord's Prayer, our Father, thou art in heaven. It's based on uh, Matthew 6, 9 through 13, and Luke 11, 2 through 4 in the New Testament. 
Here's why he says it's problematic. I know the word father is problematic for those whose experience of earthly fathers has been destructive and abusive. And for all of us who have labored rather too much from an oppressively patriarchal grip on life. Uh, You know, Reverend Christina Reese, who campaigned for female bishops, said that he had put his finger on an issue that's really a live issue for Christians and has been for many years. Um, I don't, you know, um, I don't know anybody who's got a problem with this passage, regardless of whether or not they were mistreated by their father, had no father, was, was abandoned by their father. And by father, I mean biological father. I actually only use the term father for my my heavenly father, Jesus Christ, the father, son, and the Holy Ghost. I referred to my dad as daddy. I did not call him my father. When Brother Joe Carroll was here in San Diego from uh, Father Joe's Villages, I he was a client of mine at Xerox and I referred to him and I told him and explained to him why respectfully I was not going to call him father because I have one father and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. So when I hear our father from scripture it's not related to my biological dad. To introduce in any way any political cultural crap into the scriptures is just that it's crap to me and sure enough he was signaling to the lefty crowd to get the exact response that he got from this reverend christina reese oh this is an issue that we christians have had for many years see the see these are the people that are looking for something that they can twist around in the bible to suit their needs i posted a meme i stole from somebody today that said um, when Jesus hung out um, with, you know, sinners, they changed. He didn't. The word of God is the word of God. It's not changeable. It's not meant to change. Certainly not to suit anybody's progressive opinions. Shame on this man. Shame on him for besmirching and blaspheming the, the word of God. In this article, somebody said, is the Archbishop of York saying Jesus was wrong or that Jesus was not pastorally aware? It seems to be emblematic of the approach of some church leaders to take their cues from culture rather than scripture. And that's exactly what this is about. This uh, Christina Reese, who loved this and said, oh, this is such an issue we Christians have have been pondering. She added, the big question is, do we really believe that God believes that male human beings bear his image more fully and accurately than women? The answer is absolutely not. (sighs) Please get away from me. That's as I don't know what's more repulsive. That's more repulsive to me. I didn't think anything could be more repulsively and more stinky to me than this alleged R&B singer I'd never heard of. And y'all know I love me some soul music and some R&B. That is the music of my life. Um, Never heard of this Jill Scott person, but she had the gall to be at the Essence Fest in New Orleans to um, change the national anthem to something that is so nasty, so vile, so vulgar, so 
intellectually, mind-numbingly stupid and moronic. I can't even stand it. Essence Festival tweeted out, Everyone, please rise for the only national anthem we will be recognizing from this day forward. Here's what some of the lyrics were. I'd play you the sound of it, but I don't I don't want you to hurl and, and, and barf up any nachos you may be munching on right now. Oh, say can you see by the blood in the streets that this place doesn't smile on you, colored child, whose blood built this land with sweat in their hands, but will die in this place and your memory erased. Oh, say does this truth hold any weight? This is not the land of the free, but the home of the slaves. I don't know how this no-talent hack, who's so oppressed, managed to be standing on a stage, sitting on an estimated net worth of $12 million since she's so oppressed. She's saying that she's been pondering moving to Holland. Well, why are you still here? This is the only country in the world where white people shed their blood to end slavery. Slavery that involved your people being sent here by people of your own color back in your supposed homeland of Africa. You got a problem. Why don't you go sing about to them about the blood in the streets? Okay? Or how about you get your ignorant self educated to understand that there were also black slave owners in this country? I have no tolerance for this kind of crap. This kind of division and racial hatred that's being spewed by some of the wealthiest people in this country, like Beyonce, who I guess she was there as well, squawking and squealing with her no talent voice. I guess she had a song called um, Black Parade. I can't forget my history is her story being black. Maybe that's the reason why they always mad. First of all, can you not sing and using proper grammar and English? How many hundreds of millions of dollars is this woman worth and she can't even sing? Ridiculous. Thankfully, Kamala Harris was at Essence and was able to bring a little levity to the situation. Thankfully, she was able to. Do we have time for this clip? We may. Oh, we don't have time. But you know what? This is a reason for you to stay over for hour two of the Andrea K show because Kamala was there at Essence and she was able to explain culture. Salad, anyone? Yeah, in a way that it was so delicious. It was a delicious word salad. Think of your yummiest salad with your favorite salad dressing. And you'll hear from Kamala when we come back. You'll also hear the CDC has put out new guidelines uh, for those with children that might want to chest feed. You heard me. (laughs) Yeah, the crazy is going to continue into hour two. Stay tuned. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.